0: Welcome to the Was Weekly Podcast. My name is Debbie. And my name is Miriam. And today we're going to talk about academic life and the social pressure to succeed academically. All right. So, first of all, let's talk about competition just within school in general.
1: Oh, so I get this on a lot because I generally pressure myself a lot because of my environment. So especially at Was, for example, everyone's just so they have a need to succeed, especially in IB. They're like, oh my God, we have to get perfect grades. We have to get this, we have to yeah, get that. Have to they get the perfect this, sevens. Yeah, they they also have this weird try hard culture too, which just really annoys me at the same time. Like, they're like, you know, you can't be a try hard, but you got to get the best grades possible.
0: Yeah, exactly. I've noticed, like, just there's a lot of pressure to succeed, and it manifests. And people complaining about their grades when it's not perfect, but also comparing to you and being like, oh, what did you get? And if you get lower, they're like, you're satisfied with a 93? And it's like, dude, yeah, I am. What are you going
1: to do about it? And it's like yeah and the the other thing that they also do is that they'll be like oh my god a 98 whatever am I meant to do with my life but then they start saying like oh you got an
0: 80 that's so good good job yeah and it's like the fake enthusiasm it's like oh you got that I mean good job nice it's cool. It's a good grade. Just not for me. I have different standards. And it's like, oh my God, you are so patronizing. Don't even.
1: Yeah. And those, those types of people really, really annoy me. I don't know how some of their friends tolerate being around them and just the amount of pressure that they put on everyone else. Like they're projecting their own insecurities onto a lot of people and they're acting really fake about it too.
0: Exactly. I, like, have to resist the urge to tell them to shut up and just leave. Yeah, I
1: think, like, another thing, though, is that I also put a lot of pressure on myself more than, like, my parents do. Mostly because, like, you know, my sister, when she was in school, like, in high school especially, she got pretty bad grades at the beginning, but she didn't have any tutors. But now my mom's like, okay, just try your best. Like, it's okay. You can you can take a chill. But I'm like, no. I can't take a chill. I have academic pressure.
0: Yeah, I feel like, well, I know most people do have a lot of parental pressure, but at least for me, I feel like most of it comes from myself too. It's like, I want to like have a really good life, like be all rich, buy all the, you know, Chanel and like all of that stuff. And to do that, I kind of need to get into a good uni because it's like a higher chance of getting a good job afterwards. So like, I like pressure myself a lot to be like, oh, you better... Do well in school and also on extracurriculars. Yeah, I feel like it's also the need that, like, oh,
1: I'm probably gonna not have anyone else to rely on in the future, so I have to rely on myself. I have to do good, and if I don't do good, then I'm automatically a failure. And during exam season, especially, um, I took it really, really hard on myself for science because. I'm currently passing with, like, an 83 or so. And it's,
0: it's not going it's good, good for tough.
1: me. Like, I have,
0: like, I, an, yeah an 80-something in science. too. It's so tough.
1: Yeah, and, like, I don't even have a bad teacher. I have a really, really good teacher. It's just that me, when I'm under pressure, I can't do good. But the whole point of tests is to pressure and challenge you, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like also... There's like a lot of social pressure to succeed. It's like everyone in your friend group is getting 98s. So why aren't you? Like, it, I feel like um, I'm just being in class with like a class of people who like complain about their 98s. And you're like, I don't have that. Like, even unconsciously, you just feel the social pressure to be better. Yeah. And like those people that also
1: finish the tests really early, like that type of pressure that, oh my God, they found it so easy. They submitted their tests so easy. They're probably going to get a perfect grade while I'm still stuck on question three. It's it's really bad.
0: It is. Oh my God. And like, when you know the day before test and everyone shows up with like huge study notes that are really organized and neat and they're like yeah I've memorized all of these terms but I think I'm like kind of worried about this and you're like I didn't even know that I was going to be on the test what the heck like that gives me so much panic I'm like well, what the heck I did not do this preparation like
1: yeah like, I'm not like- gonna do well there's this friend of mine, like I'm that type of person with the huge amount of notes. I have two te- I have two notebooks full of notes, and I also have quizlets as well. Whoa. But my friend, she sits behind me in science class. One day out of the blue, she was like, How do you get like, how do you get such low grades? Like, you know, you you try so hard. You like you're doing so much effort. And that hurt. That's oh deep. Okay. Like that's so oh, mean! it's not <laughs> like oh she's god. trying to be me. Yeah. Like she's super sweet, but
0: like a genuine <laughs> question, like oh no.
1: Like, yeah, you you try so hard. How come you're not doing good? You make such detailed notes. Like, what are you doing with your life? Even though that's that's what I got with. It. She wasn't saying that.
0: Yeah. Me. Oh my god, yeah. And ooh, I feel like people just expect work to translate into grades, and like for me. That has like almost never been the case. Like when I put in a lot of effort for tests, I don't want to do that well. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I think I know this topic. I'm not going to prepare it. And then I do really well. And it's like confusing.
1: Yeah, like my history tests. like I put in no effort into that class because frankly, I do not like Canadian history. I only like the, the political aspect about it, but I just hate the subject as a whole. So I never tried in that class, but for some reason, I keep on getting 90s in that class without, with, even with having bad French grammar, she's just giving them out. I'm so glad that she's my French teacher too. Yeah, but, exactly. So one thing that I find like really bad is that I had to get rid of a lot of my hobbies to not even get perfect grades, like reading, going to the gym. I had to get rid of all of those because they took up such a big chunk of my time
0: and I just couldn't manage it anymore. Oh my God, exactly. And also like giving up clubs. Like there's so many cool clubs, like drama club. And it's like, I just don't have the time to go and join drama club. Or like, I wanted to try a public speaking club too. That looked really fun. And you got to do speeches that were like comedic. Like I just don't have the time or commitment to do that unless I want my academic life to suffer, which I can't for university applications. And it's just so sad
1: having to choose between things. Yeah, and then for me, at least last year, I did join the Improv Club along with like Watch Weekly and Drama Club, but I found the club so useless that I stopped attending. And I felt really bad because I was like, oh, this club's so much fun. They do all these cool activities, but I literally can't deal with this. And they also had their meetings on Fridays and I love to relax on Fridays, like oh, at least for yeah. 30 minutes after school. And it was, it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad.
0: I feel like it was, especially like, it's like some clubs are just deemed more useful or just more important clubs. Like everyone's like, Oh, join DECA, join debate, you know, like join student council, but like, you know, don't join. um, I don't know. Like, like, petting animals club if that's a thing
1: Is it? I, I should that know. it's a thing at once <laughs> like they have so many clubs there
0: yeah um it should be a thing it would be fun like don't that would join be that. really fun you know don't yeah. join that like there's just um just unsaid like kind of when you're when people ask like what clubs are you a part of and you go like oh I'm in DECA and debate they're like so smart so sophisticated but then you're, if you go like I'm in like you know animal petting club I'm like in the um I don't know, just have fun and not do academic stuff club. And they're like, oh, is that going to help for uni apps? I mean, and it's like that judgment, you
1: know? Yeah, I also realize that division when people say that they're, oh, I'm an ALP or I'm an Ivy. When another person's like, oh, I'm just doing academic, you know, I don't feel like pressuring my mental health or anything like that like yeah even, there's even division within the teachers they treat IB people as better for some reason rather than academic people who are still doing the same amount not the same amount of effort but they're still they still have the same drive to succeed
0: yeah exactly and honestly it's like go you for choosing to prioritize you know mental health or like prioritize better programs like schism over over effing like you know IB like language
1: like
0: or like geography. I've heard that it's such
1: an easy course. People take it because they just want to get like a higher grade, I guess. Oh, I'm doing
0: that for business management. I've heard it's an easy course too. Wait, are you doing IB? I am. Oh, yeah. Have fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was about to do Shizam, but you see this shizm that I wanted to apply to. I emailed the lead teacher to go ahead and meet with them. But then they started saying that, oh, this is the first year that they did the Schism, and there hasn't been any students that they could refer to me to. And universities haven't even started looking at Schisms. And it was just like, okay, why commute to another school when I could just take computer science courses here at Wash or something? Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing that kind of like catches me a bit off guard with like my academic pressure so when I was a kid I used to think oh I'll have such a good social life and I'll still be able to get good grades I do not have a social life <laughs> I do not go out with friends
0: when I come home I literally just start doing last weekly adamant tasks I think the oh. only socialization I get is just talking to you about last weekly stuff like is that article published yet no oh I guess we're running late like that's literally my social life now yeah,
1: my social life because my mom doesn't even let me go out very often, or like it's a very complicated process to go out. So my social life has reduced to just me and my teddy bears on my bed. Okay, I I still have teddy bears on my bed because I just should. as I should. Okay, people who have teddy bears on their bed; they're the baddest bitches. Okay,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I I don't know, like I sometimes I even have to debate with myself to go ahead and skip lunch to go ahead and study or something because I have like a science test the next day or I have a science test some I don't know some other day or have something to do but I always think I'm just gonna bore myself I have to go study during school either way
0: yeah I feel I it's like so hard I because at lunch I'm like I should be studying But then I don't because I don't have the willpower to do that. And I want to hang out with my friends because like I never do. So then it's like the shame where it's like hanging out with friends when you have a test coming the next day and you're like, I shouldn't be doing this. And it's like this feels illegal to spend lunch, you know, doing a human thing that's actually enjoyable. I haven't done that in a long time, but I feel like it's a bad thing. And also like at night when I'm like studying and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed at like 10 p.m. And it's just a shame. It's like, oh, (laughs) you're weak. You're not staying up until 3 a.m. studying. You're never going to make it in life.
1: Yeah, I know that there's these people, like, when I was going in for my science exam, that were like, oh, my God, I stayed up until 3 a.m. to study, And I'm over here who just woke up at five to do some last minute review. And that was it. Like, I really didn't put in as much effort as I should have at least to me. Like, I even took days off for school, but I was like, nope, that's not enough. I should have been staying up until 3 a.m. last night. How dare I?
0: Exactly. Like, exactly. And I-, I just feel like that, like, it's like, if you don't have a totally messed up sleeping schedule, like, you're not doing something right with your academic career. And it's just the social pressure of just Working really hard at like extreme hours just for the sake of it is so prevalent,
1: yeah, I feel like that's just like another it's not even here just in Canada. like there's so much pressure in places like Asian countries where they literally have that type of mindset from like when they're six years old, right? My mom used to tell me that when she used to live in Egypt, even though it's not in Asia. She spent so much time studying, like she did so much. She's like you got it so easy here in Canada. You have tutors here. How come you're not getting that 90?
0: Yeah. There's so many unrealistic expectations too that come from just the social pressure. It's like the it's like low 90s are like bad and if you got high 90s, uh I guess you're average. And it's like if you're not getting 98s or 99s, like you're kind of just a bad student. What can I say? But then, but then, teachers also, I feel like a lot of them don't understand these expectations, and they're like, "You know, guys, an eighty is really good, and eighty is above and beyond, and just the two things clashing so that when you don't get like a hundred all the time, you just don't feel good enough.
1: yeah, there's those teachers. I, I won't name any in specific, but I hate those teachers that won't round up your grade just by that one percent. OK, like I remember there was this one course last year and I was like, I'm passing with an 89. Can I just bump it up to a 90 so I can get a good average, I guess? And they were like, no, no, how dare you even <laughs> ask that of me. That is so rude.
0: Oh, my God. I got a 94 point two two five six it was like a really long number it was like 20 significant digits and i was like do you want to just make that a 95 and they're like no this is a 94.2256 it was like uh i've okay
1: i'm so glad though that my math teacher she rounds it up like at the beginning of the year she showed me my decimal average and it was like something five she was like oh yeah but this is a 92. don't worry about it don't worry about it my girl i also cried to
0: that same math teacher i love teachers who show grades though mr Zangano was like like we had like i forgot when but he would like tell everyone to come and show us our grades and be like you know you're you're all good he was like you're all good for this class don't even worry about it like don't stress about it and i was like this is so wholesome this is the nicest thing any teacher has ever done yeah i know i
1: think those teachers like my history teacher, she's such a sweet teacher, and I literally thought that she was twenty eight, but apparently she's in her thirties. Sorry, that's a really off topic thing. Yeah. But my history teacher, she has not shown any of my grades. Like, she's shown them on <laughs> like, like on Dropbox, but she hasn't given me my weighted average, and that's making me scared. I already know that I'm doing good in that course, but I'm not sure if I'm doing the best. Right? Yeah. But it's okay, I'll know when report cards come in because, hey, it's the end of the semester and I still haven't gotten that weighted average.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, at least there's this one teacher, Um, not gonna name him, but I genuinely don't know if I'm getting 60s or 90s in his class. Like, I genuinely don't know. It could be anything, really. Oh yeah, that, there was an English teacher of mine
1: last year I won't name her name, but I don't think she'll name this. She'll, she won't listen to this podcast for sure. I'm pretty sure. She if has no interest do, in watching. I'm going to cry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, <laughs> my, if my history teacher watches this, I think I'm got to cry because I just talked a teensy-weensy bit too much about her. Okay, But she did not give back any grades, not on Dropbox, not on quizzes, nothing, nothing. She didn't give back any feedback. She was, I'm convinced that she just greeted you based on how much she liked you. And mm-hmm. that was it. Oh, like, okay. I feel like mm-hmm. universities also project that type of, like, try hard aspect. Like, oh, my God, if you're not getting a 90, then you're failing at life. Okay, you got to get a 98 or else you won't even look at your application.
0: Oh, my God. Exactly. And I feel like university applications don't understand that sometimes getting 98s and stuff like has a lot to do with luck, too. It's like if you get a teacher who's willing to give out 98s, then you're good. But if you get one of those teachers who are like a perfect is an 80 and, you know, anything above that is something that totally astonishes me. Then you're like, you have to put in so much work to like end up with an 85. And that's like amazing in that teacher's eyes. But then for universities, like 85 is like, oh, you're failing in this class. How could you do that? Yeah, but it's like mm, there's just so much pressure from just like everywhere, like parents, students, teachers, Mm, more so with teachers, like just the getting above and beyond to score like an 87 in their class. And it's just oh so much work and so much pressure yeah the other thing that i find so much of an inconvenience for high school is
1: volunteering right because when i was a kid i used to be like ah yes volunteering is the best thing that i could ever do i'm gonna volunteer every single day after school even if i have a test the next day i'm gonna volunteer but now I'm finding it so much of an inconvenience to even find a volunteering place because of COVID and stuff, like something that I'm even interested in that I won't hate for the rest of my life.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. For volunteering, I always have to choose between like actual cool volunteer thing, which I might get like three hours from or like, like volunteering that I don't enjoy that I can get like 40 hours from.
1: Yeah, and then another thing with volunteering, you have to pick specifically because like you want to, Target something that a university would be like. Oh my god, that's so cool! You volunteered, six, you volunteered sixty hours at this computer science place, and now you're applying for a computer science program. You are just a saint. You're entered. You're here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for applying.
0: Exactly, but then volunteer hours are like so, or opportunities are just so scarce. Like, not everyone can volunteer at the local hospital and stuff. And, like, most most places are, like, volunteering at, like, the senior place. But then it's like, oh, I want to go into, you know, computer science. And they're like, why are you going there? And it's like, I literally don't have anywhere else to go. That's why. But when you do it, they're like, um, why isn't it compatible with, like, computer science? That's like, you know, we can't have that. You have to volunteer – at a computer science place. Yeah, I, I absolutely hate that because for programs like law, for
1: example, it is so hard to get a volunteering position. Even a co-op is really, really difficult because law students are even having a hard time getting those types of opportunities. So they're just not open for people who are interested in law before they even get into law school. Like most of them are closed completely for high schoolers or Even university people who are taking their undergrad.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like so hard to find volunteer hours that are like even remotely related to the thing you want to go into. And like if it's not, it's going to be awkward being like, hey, universities. So it wasn't related at all. But I got
1: 60 hours. So thank you for listening to us ramble. I hope you had a good time with your non-existent social life. Trying to listen to other people talk. Bye. Bye.